Hey there, horny listeners. We talk a lot about safety on this podcast, and that includes the importance of safe toys that are actually designed for sexual pleasure. Bunny Shop's carefully curated products are body safe and prioritize quality, aesthetics, and safety. Bunny Shop takes a boutique approach to shopping for adult toys, with a wide range from affordable gems to unique luxury items for all experience levels. What I like most about Bunny Shop is the approachability. They've created such a welcoming space, and none of it's dark, intimidating, or feels like it's gatekeeping. And if you like pink, they've got you covered. Bunny Shop also donates a percentage of all sales to a non-profit of your choice. Plus, they ship quickly and discreetly. Let go of your shyness and embrace your self-love journey with confidence. Save 20% off your order today when you use my code BIGTOP. Visit bunnyshop.com, that's B-U-N-N-Y-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Spelt with two P's and an E at the end. Don't be shy, let your freak flag fly. We're just normal men. We're just innocent men. And welcome to The Big Top. I am your host, Barney, and today we're celebrating Pride here on The Big Top. The 1st of July is Pride in London, and this past Saturday, I attended my second ever Pride marching once again with Recon. Although, unlike last year, I braved going full clown, makeup, nose glue and all. Walking in those shoes wasn't easy, but I had an amazing time hanging out with my kinky brethren in my goofy leathers and took the time to get some opinions from the crowd on pride, kink, and what it all means to them. Before I get to those, though, I wanted to read this email since I've been promising a story time. So for today's story time, we have returning listener Alpha Simon, who starts with another story. Hellos, it's me again, woof. This story is from when I just started to have piss play experiences. Anyways, this submissive of mine was taking me to a park. She asked if I wanted her to pee for me. I was like, sure. We found a nice place off the path. Since I was new to this, I was really excited but nervous about getting caught. She pulled out her bone and just pissed for me. I was so drawn to it, I almost dove right into her piss. Had to stop myself since I didn't want to ruin my clothes. She stopped and my body just moved. I went right to her bone like the hungry pup I was and just wouldn't let her go for a bit. I wanted to suck on her, but we got up, and I couldn't control my alpha side anymore, and I was all over her the rest of the day. (laughs) Next time I do something like this, I'd love to do more. Love your podcast and your stories, Alpha Simon. (laughs) That was amazing. Fantastic experience. Guys, please keep sending these in. I love these. Uh, You can send your stories in to thebigtop.pod at gmail.com. That's thebigtop.pod at gmail.com. As always, if you get the chance to rate and review the podcast, I'd be eternally grateful. But with that, today the circus remains in London, and I invite you to join me as we go under the big top. Yeah, so, uh, while you've got your gag in, do you want to just give me, like, your thoughts on what Pride means to you and the prevalence of King Cup Pride? Brilliant. Thank you. Fantastic. Really eloquently said. Yeah, so, like, tell me what... Pride means to you? I mean, I get to be gay on the street and it's fun. Do you not normally get to be gay on the street? I mean, I always get to be gay on the street, but I get to be gayer on the street today. Nice, nice. True. What's your favorite thing about Pride? Being surrounded by other homosexuals. And what about specifically King Cup Pride? I mean, people who might not be into it get to see it and then they're like, oh, that's really hot. And then they get kinky because that's what happened to me. Touche, touche. Good point. Yeah. 
hopefully we'll uh, have more clowns here next year. Thank you. Talk to me about pride and what it means to you. So pride means just being happy to be who I am and being able to like celebrate myself, feel free to just like be me without fear of anyone saying anything negative or bad. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. What about Kinka Pride? I think Kink was one of the starting people that supported Pride. I think Kink's always been involved with Pride. And it's always been a way to push forward like the ideal that everyone is themselves and everybody can celebrate themselves. I think people who don't support Kink at Pride just don't understand why we need it. I think we just need to be able to celebrate all aspects of ourselves, not just sexual orientation, but everything that comes with it as well. Agreed. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, is this your first Pride as a Kingster? Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> um, talk to me about what that's like and how you're feeling. Um, I think it's definitely put me out of my comfort zone, but if anything, that kind of expression should be what Pride is about. Um, put that's in the open. Fuck yeah. And what's your favorite thing about Pride in general? Um, expression, freedom, um, kind of representation to those who may not be out. That's it. Awesome, thank you. What does Pride mean to you? Um, it means coming together as a community and just not being afraid of who we are and just celebrating who we are and just feeling good about ourselves amongst people who are like us. Fuck and, yeah. Yeah, and even those who aren't like us, but we respect differences. Absolutely. Yeah. What about then specifically King Cat Pride, in t- uh, speaking of respecting each other? Well, that's exactly the thing because not everyone gets it, but you feel like everyone appreciates it and knows that we're here as a community doing what we love and who we are and we're not ashamed of it because people want us to be ashamed of it but we're not awesome thank you talk to me about what pride means to you uh what does pride mean to me uh making uh queer people visible uh showing that we exist certainly as a kinky person showing that like there are other kinky people around as well thank you what what would you say about the kink at pride discourse i am i'm so over it Kink has existed in Pride since its inception. Uh, you can't get rid of us. You never will. So anyone who thinks that we don't belong there can go fuck themselves. Fuck yeah. I mean, Pride wouldn't exist without Kink, so fuck yeah. And uh, what's your favorite thing about Pride? Uh, seeing all my, my quinky, uh, kinky queer siblings. Quinky, yes, fuck you. Uh, siblings, it's just like being around other ke- queer people. It's really lovely. Fuck yeah, thank you. Hey, hi, hello, how are you today? I'm doing great, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm fantastic. Um, I'm getting people's opinions on Pride and what it means to them. What does Pride mean to you? Oh, that's a very convoluted question. So Pride for me, first of all, is a protest. It's just making sure that our voices are heard, making sure that especially in times like nowadays where our rights are at stake, it's, it's a way to say we are here and we're not going to go anywhere. And secondly, it's a celebration. It's celebrating who we are and all the things that we have achieved over all these years and celebrating what is yet to come. (laughs) Fuck yeah. What's your favorite thing about Pride? Marching. I just love marching. I love the energy. I love the people. I love the atmosphere. And just making sure that everyone that is aside is just smiling and just having a great time. Awesome. And what about Kink at Pride? Oh, it absolutely belongs in, in Pride. And actually, let me tell you a story. Do you know who Brenda Howard is? So the mother of Pride was a kingster, and therefore, King belongs in Pride. Fuck yeah, you heard it here. Thank you, Maria. You're welcome. So what does Pride mean to you? Pride, for me, is all about being proud of who you are, your unique self, 
Um, it's about embracing every part of yourself and not being shy of all the parts of yourself that society might find unacceptable. That for me is what Pride's about. Today, I'm being an outrageous and kinky person. That's who I am and I'm proud of that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay, speaking of kink at Pride, what, what do you have to say on the discourse of kink at Pride? I think, you know, there's, there's levels. I think you should be proud of who you are. I think you should be proud of being kinky. Um, personally, I am wearing, like, I might wear this outfit with less because as much as I don't mind being nude in public, uh, at the same time, the public don't necessarily consent to seeing me nude and consent is key. So that's how I feel. I'm mixed on the opinion. Okay. But, I mean, we're here marching with Recon. We're here because Pride's a protest and it was founded by kinksters. So we're all here in our gear. Is that not, I don't know, it's like we're doing sex acts, do you know what I mean? Exactly, and we all look fabulous in our gear, and you know what, I've only had positive comments today. I've rode the, I rode the tube here in my gear, oh, you did? Yeah, and I had people taking photos, complimenting me, asking about my outfit, you know, really curious. A little girl called me a butterfly, because I'm wearing my big wings. She says, are you going to be a butterfly? Actually, maybe I'm more of a, a raven. I was like, yeah, raven's more appropriate. You know, I've only had positive conversations to people today, because... You know, I'm out here, I'm dressed up, I'm dressed the best that I can dress today, and people of the public are really positive about that, because people like seeing people wearing what they feel comfortable, proud, and fabulous in. Fuck yeah. Okay, what's your favourite thing about Pride? Uh, my favourite thing about Pride is, again, it is about being out there. It's a great excuse to see people that you know. Uh, you get to meet lots of people. It's hugely social. But, yeah, it is a day where you can go, and I feel like you should do this every day. But, nonetheless, it's a day in the calendar where you can really go, this is who I am, and I'm proud of that. Fuck yeah, awesome. Thank you. No worries. I had no time to prepare. I was just thrown at my head. Yeah, we're not, we're not here to be perfect. So, what does Pride mean to you? Oh, gosh. Uh, a, lot. <laughs> a lot. Cool. A lot. <laughs> oh, gosh. I put it on the spot. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite thing about Pride? Community. Fun. Okay. Uh, and what about King Cat Pride? Absolutely. It's proud. It belongs. Absolutely. Part of the name. Yeah. Fair enough. This has been amazing. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my office. Okay. You've just been on the pod, so this is kind of cheating. But what does Pride mean to you? Pride is a representation of, basically, it's a, we all know it's a protest. Pride is a protest. We are just proud to represent sexual difference and minorities. And why does Kink belong at Pride? Kink absolutely belongs at Pride. Kink was here from the beginning. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. It was 69 for the riots. Do you like how I phrase that as why does it belong at Pride as opposed to giving you any other option? I was just going to take it and roll with it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so talk to me about what Pride means to you. For me, it's still representing us, representing leather guys, representing fetish people, representing gays, anyone from the LGBTQ plus um, family. That's what it is. And what about King of Pride? King for me is, is part of the essence of Pride because kingsters and drag queens were the ones fighting physically yeah. to get us uh, where we are now. So, yeah, definitely part of the essence of Pride, really. Okay, what would you say then is like the best thing about Pride? Like for you, what's your favorite thing? Favorite thing is celebrating together, whatever, whichever part of the community you are from, uh, whichever part of the world you are from, uh, and just coming together, whatever your gender, whatever your sexuality. Really. Fuck yeah. 
How many prides in London have you done? Pretty much every year. Minus a couple, because I was performing on in Trafalgar Square one year, so that was really fun. But um, yeah, I try to do it because we don't have to. We don't have the same level of commitment that some countries have. Like yeah. we're not gonna be killed for doing this. So the least we can do is just actually do our job and be here. Yeah, that's it. And do you think it's important as well to show the world that, like, we all show up for this? Exactly. That's that's why I get a little bit annoyed when some of us book some holidays <laughs> during this weekend. Um, depending on how often you've attended before. I mean, I get it. After a while, you let the new generation take yeah. over, which is totally fine. Uh, but ideally, the more of us, the better. Awesome. All right, thank you. Okay, um, talk to me about what Pride means to you. Um, Pride is a strange one because when we're marching nowadays, when everything is rainbows and dancing, and we're marching alongside companies such as United and Coca-Cola and great corporate sponsors that really have shown they don't care about queer people, and it's all about visible representation, it is hard to feel represented in a world that's telling you this is the correct version of what being queer is. Um, but then when you find your tribe, which is with the fetishmen and the leathermen, and you see the the banner of all sexualities, creeds, genders, you're reminded what pride stands for. And even though it's just us mincing about in our best gear, <laughs> taking photos with straight people that are really just here for a fun time, you're kind of reminded that pride isn't about grand gestures and uh, you know, showing up and showing out for big causes every single day. I mean, there's places like Trans Pride that are much more suited towards protest, yeah. but actually it's showing community spirit and togetherness and knowing that your place is valid with one another. Um, I, I, I believe that Pride is a protest, first of all. Pride is about disruption. Pride is about finding who needs to be fought for, because in this day and age, we still need to be fighting. Um, so it's great that we can have these moments of joy and tenderness, but at the same time there should be a undertone of re re revolution and disruption and fighting the good fight. Fuck yeah. What would you, do you think that like we've become accustomed to an idea of what we see at Pride? We know to expect some drag, we know to expect some kink, but there's not enough, um, or no, not rather there's not enough, but we constantly need to keep pushing to show different sides of, you know, queer existence. Absolutely. I think nowadays, you know, being gay and queerness in general has been commodified. And for good reason. I feel like people are a lot more tolerant. Yeah. It's really easy to get bogged down with oh god the world hates us but actually i think for the most part people just want to live and let live um but the hard thing is there is a certain level of um, idolization and fetishization of gay people in in the world and that unfortunately only kind of goes towards a very small box of what people think being gay is and though and people that are outside of that people that don't pass people that don't sort of fit into these norms have a tendency to feel like pride doesn't represent them whenever you see a, a, a pride advert you know something like world pride it's always this disnified gorgeous man with his gorgeous boyfriend and it's all happiness and look at us we want marriage and kids so we're just like straight people when actually i feel like being queer is the complete opposite of that. It's a complete disregard of the heteronormative. So in parties like this, it's it's great. Uh, you know, we should always find time for joy in partying. But 
a lot of people don't feel like they have the opportunity to party because as soon as tomorrow comes along, they're back to fearing for their lives and wondering where their place is in society. So it's really important that we're not just saying, here's the right way to be queer. And I think prides like this is a great way to keep that in the back of our minds. And okay, what's then your favorite thing about Pride? My favorite thing about Pride, I just love for well, it's, for Prides like this, which are very much about celebrations, it's just about being very loud and being very visible. And because it's not about doing it for other people, it's about doing it for yourself. And I just love being so toxically overt <laughs> in a way that says we're not going anywhere yeah. it's not about getting applause and adulation and watching the crowd say woo we tolerate you we love you it's about people coming together and saying yeah this is what we are and you're not going to take it away but for times like trans pride it's there's just something so joyous about seeing people who are angry and you know marching with solidarity for their fellow uh, queer and it goes to show that actually there's power in numbers and there's power in the joy of oneself you come to places like this and you just see a whole manner of people that are just trying to live authentically and I just think that's a beautiful thing of just you know it sounds so egregious to say but like you know being yourself is the most powerful thing that you can do knowing what your worth is knowing what you stand for and knowing that no one's going to compromise that and I feel like that's prides at its best when it encapsulates that fuck yeah that's awesome thank you Gay thank you so much to everyone who agreed to take part and happy pride you might have noticed that I mentioned recording last week's episode with dunk the sub four times and that's because we really did we lost half of the original audio and decided to re-record in case I couldn't salvage it. Luckily, I was able to restore the original, but what we ended up talking about was interesting. So strap in for a delightful episode of how angry I get at having to re-record. <laughs> I am absolutely furious when I thought all hope was lost. Meanwhile, Dunk remains professional and reigns me in a bit. Naturally, I've cut out the parts that were repetitive from last week's episode, so this is just the rest of the conversation that didn't make it in last week, as I go absolutely mad and become a goblin. I figured listening back to how audibly upset I am and how insane I sound in contrast to Dunk remaining reasonable was at least semi-entertaining, although we do go on to talk about a lot. Apologies for the audio quality with this one. We were exhausted by the end and not paying attention to the traffic outside. With that, join me again as we go back under the big top. How, how loud are you? I don't know. How, how loud am I? You're pretty loud. For some reason, it's not really interested in picking me up. Hello! There you okay. are. There we are. So, okay. Well, let's let's start let's, again with this. Let's start what, again. Do you want to do you want to quickly draft up? Do a you plan? know what? No. <laughs> Here we are in the studio, and we just lost thirty-five minutes worth of footage. And me being me, I kind of can't let that go, and it it, it has infuriated me. Technology has let me down yet again, and I'm frustrated and annoyed and angry. And that's where I'm at. Where are you at? I'm just going through the flow and the motion and watching you and trying to decompress Mr. Barney. Oh, I've become such a hostile host in the past three minutes. How dare you? I shall leave right now. I'm making it better by, for myself, I'm making it better by drinking a mango margarita. And also, do you know something that Barney has also agreed to? Barney has agreed to a gunging. Right, okay, we need to recap, because we just lost so much good shit. And when I say good shit, 
I mean, it was fine. <laughs> but It was tolerable at best. I don't want to repeat myself for 35 minutes, but we did talk about Gunjung. We talked about how you got into kink. We talked about how much I despise and hate lube. It's actually probably good that some of that conversation is gone because I got on my fucking high horse again about how easy bottoming is and just wing it and blah, blah, blah. And well, let's I know bring... that I get cancelled every time I do that. Let's bring some of the conversation <sighs> back up. <sighs> Let's start again. We talked about how aesthetic my feet were, and you gave them a good sniff. I got a good few farts out, finally. I, I, it's some real comedy gold. Talk to me about Gunge. Go on. <laughs> I'm furious. The, these 35 minutes are just going to be me talking about how much better the 35 minutes that we lost were. <laughs> well, no. We're going to make this okay. next 35 minutes the most magical 35 okay. minutes of our lives. I'm going to sit here and drink my drink. Okay. Can you repeat everything you said about how you got into cake and Gunge? And I'm going to try not to go mad listening sure. to it again. So start again then. No! No, we'll cut this bit. No, we're not, now. We're not here to be perfect. <laughs> Evidently. Moving on. <laughs> so I got into Gunge through Kids TV. Uh, Kids TV tis used. Was. Tis was Funhouse and Get Your Own Back. What was the one you watched with the Basil? Very it was Basil's Swap Shop. Good God. And I remember one episode in particular. There was a granddad, and he was loving it. And I'm also loving the fact right now that Barney is trying to. <laughs> Trying to hold his laughter in. I'm laughing out of anger. <laughs> You're doing such a, like, fantastic job, and here I am being like, I can't believe I'm hearing this stupid fucking story again. <laughs> I'm gonna drink my drink. Oh, Dick and Dom in the bungalow. Yeah. Dick and Dom in the bungalow was great. Okay, sorry, finish finish about the, the Gunge Man, because I actually fucking love this. So... I mean, the episode prior, they had this lady who would, like, make sure the gunge only got the top of her head, whereas this guy was, like, looking up into it and really enjoying it. And it just made the whole thing so much more fun to watch. But, yeah, so gunge started from there. Gunge started for me as a humiliation technique. It started mm -hmm. as, as the, you are the loser of the game, you are the loser of the quiz, you have to get a messy punishment. And, for example, like, Get Your Own Back, the show the giant gunk tank at the end, or the dunk, hence where dunk is from. Dunk the sub. Mm -hmm. It's from, like, being dunked in stuff. You're dunk welcome. Tanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, that's the story. That's the origin of my name. I would love to do... I've been asked to do a clown event now, and I think I'm finally galvanised enough to do it. I would love to arrange, at some point, like a dunk tank. I think that would be awesome. Dunk tanks are great. Pying, pying in stocks, for sure. Pying in stocks is absolutely top of my things that I want to do because it links into humiliation. Like, it's so much fun getting pied because you have the humiliation of someone doing it to you. Mm -hmm. Gunge was very much like, oh, you could do it in your own spare time in the bathroom. Yeah. That's not humiliating enough. Yes, okay, you could do it over Skype as like you've lost a game, which I tried and just it didn't work out. I like being in person with someone and I've gone through something to brand me the loser. Mm. If that makes sense. Like No, I, I totally get that. Yeah. The game show element, the yeah. whole like You take the pie in the face because you yeah. are the, you are the loser. But yeah, then yeah. with Gunge it's very interesting because there are for me there are two types of Gunge fans. There are two categories. So there's the humiliants and the sensationalists. And I know that I am not a sensationalist because lube makes me go Yeah. 
without even getting into Rabo. That's what it you. was. Yeah, I fucking hate... Okay, so now I remember. I, f- I f- like, got super grossed out because it was when I said, oh, I didn't used to use lube on myself. I meant in the butt. And you were like, oh, I thought you meant on the dick. And I was like, don't put fucking lube on my dick. And then you were like, oh, getting guns is like being covered in lube. And bleh. It's why I don't like being sucked off. It's why the idea of that guy having lube on his dick and getting you to suck him off is so disgusting to me. I think we need to gunge me to... Gunge isn't for everyone, but I'd always be happy to, if you want to try it. If you want to <laughs> experience getting gunged once, I'm happy to let you do it. Listen, I used to be deathly afraid of chastity and then was like, let's do it as a scene. as like a fear play scene. Mm-hmm. Where everybody holds me down in the middle of the club and forces it on me, that'd be great. And after that, I was like, oh yeah, no big deal. So I could, I could get, I could fuck with some gunge. Oh my god, come with me to Berlin. There's a whole wet area. They set up a wet area in my favorite place in the world. Okay, now you're speaking my language. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, wet oh, area. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. There has to be a shower facility though. We have with yeah. Darklands. There are so there many wet and messy enthusiasts that go to Darklands that really want to have a messy area. They just don't have a shower facility. Okay, so the wet area has a shower in it. Amazing. They built it so it's tile, and they normally have like a little water thing going on there. But you can get pied and gunched in there. And last time I was there, they were playing with um, like UV gunge. Amazing. It was great. And there's also showers, like, right outside. Good. Like, shower showers. Gunge is fun. Gunge is just fun. See, I like fun. I like colour. I like silly. Yes. I like injecting a little bit of colour into the room. I like anything that's... Anything that breaks the mould of, like, tough and dark and black and and whatever. See, yeah, it's nice to have I that like dark rooms. Fun. It's too dark. It's too dark. I know it's called a dark room. What, do you want a light room? Yeah, like, I just want to be able to see what, what, what I'm doing. That makes sense. Like, fumbling around in the dark? What? For what? I think darklands... For what? Not darklands, sorry. Dark rooms are great for people that like things like the mm. anonymity. The people that want to go and just be the cum, the cum dump. The people that want to just go and, like, suck off lots of guys. Just get fucked by random guys. That's great. If you want to be in the dark room for that, if you can't see them and they can't see you and you're just offering yourself as a whole... Amazing, so people get that. It's we were not in a dark room dressed as clowns, yeah. my horn. Sorry if that was distracting for anyone, but you're welcome that I injected a bit of life into this dark, How dare dank. you bring character? <laughs> How dare you bring charisma into this? You should all feel very grateful that I came to entertain. Because that's funny, that's something you don't see every day. Ladies and gentlemen like... and everyone in between, Barney <laughs> is currently stepping off of his high horse right now. <gasps> ah! <laughs> No, I'm not. So, okay. So here's a thing for you then. Mm-hmm. Do you share similarities to me in who you get attracted by, by whether they're able to be a stooge or not? I don't understand the question. So what I mean by that is, me personally, for example, mm-hmm. I am very turned on by someone's confidence. Mm. I'm very turned on by someone's self-confidence yep. and knowing that they are willing to be a bit of a stooge yes. and yeah. it's that perfectly okay because they know they're not in every day. The class clown. The class clown, but I don't personally use class clown because the class clowns in my school were also the bullies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so no malicious intent. I, yes. I just mean like the joker. 
I just mean yes. the funny the the guy who's not afraid to be embarrassed that I always admired growing up. Yeah. So that's something that I've always found with like um, any of my partners, for example, if I've ever had any play partners or anything, I like someone's confidence. I like someone's totally. sexual. It links in for me with things like clowning. Yeah. I'm not turned on by clowns. I'm not attracted to the wigs, mm-hmm. the costumes, the bulbous colours. I'm attracted to the person behind the clown. Yes. What I mean, I literally mean that someone is so willing to stand there yes. and look silly that turns me on a million times more and a million times quicker than if you weren't. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely it's the person. Yes. I, I, I think I have a fetish for the also kind of like the ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. So like big nose, big shoes, whatever. And I think goofy, big, silly proportions, that kind of thing. It's all because you're willing to do it. It's like, you'll let me put the nose on you that is so hot to me is yeah. like because I, I guess it probably is as a child that was the most mortifying thing I could imagine was like being ridiculed or humiliated yeah. publicly or whatever in, in, in some way I feel the same it was always that worried you were going to bring shame to your friends and your family by oh. being <laughs> the being the stooge but not for a fun reason uh-huh. being exposed like there's a very clear difference love between... that you went familial with it like I will bring dishonour on this house dishonour on you <laughs> dishonour on your cow <laughs> no I never wanted to bring shame or anything to the family or the or my friends I never wanted to kind of stick out for a bad reason so then humiliation comes along for me as a kink which is something yeah. that's so innate in me anyway and so tapped in that I go yeah I don't mind doing that because I know as much as I play up I'm a Dumbo, I'm a Bozo, I'm this, I'm that, I'm a pie lover, I'm, you know, fart sniffer, anything like that. I know that that's not me outside of kink. And, and it's play. It's, it's safe. Play. It's safe. It's safe play. We get to do the things that maybe scare us or, or in real life, in an actual context, would be frightening or uncomfortable. Yeah. But we get to do it safely. We it's your safe space. It's that element of this makes you happy. It's that yeah. element of... The you... thing I want to explore but could never be brave enough. It's like, how would you ever get yourself to be dunk tanked if not in this situation? Agreed. Do you know what I mean? Agreed. How would I ever be brave enough to dress up as a clown and see what that's like while I get to do it here? And I think that's a big... I think Overanalyzing it's... where our kinks come from, you yeah. know, whatever, like... Pfft. It all links links down to things like confidence. Like, I am a massive fan of objectification and... (gasps) Oh, toy time. Man, I want to be a toy. It's fun being a toy. But it's also having that feeling. It's that moment of someone else choosing your wardrobe for you or choosing what you want to be dressed as. I love, 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 love. Like, clothing control, Mm -hmm. being dressed up. I really want to have, like, lines tattooed on all my joints and then my owner's name like written on the bottom of my oh, foot like full objectification like woody yeah and then like a phrase that i have to repeat every time my back string is pulled do you know what i mean like batteries not included puppet. made in taiwan yeah or, or you know like uh um hi i'm chucky you know like 
I'll be a friend to the end. Heidi ho. You know, just like a whole... Yeah, that's your drawstring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Also, objectification, Boy also time. forced clothing as well. I love forced clothing. But it's that feeling of, I am so confident in myself and I know who I am, that if you, if my play partner wants to see me as something else, who am I to say no? For me, objectification links into so many different kinks anyway, and that forced clothing is that thing of, if my play partner wants to see me as a rubber pig, that I've got my black style pig hood, if someone wants to see me as just a an inanimate object. I've got full rubber. I enjoy things like I've got a drag queen breastplate. I've got a H cup breastplate, which I used. And actually I find it's just quite comforting. I find that even just sitting there with it on, I find it's really enjoyable, but it links back to the thing of confidence. That if you have the confidence to wear mm-hmm. something at your play partner's discretion, it's so hot, but it's also hot seeing someone else like it as well. I really enjoyed, for example, one of my friends, one of my good friends, put on my breastplate because he was so confident in himself and he knew himself and he was like, yeah, I don't mind trying it. I want to try it. I want to give it a go. And he really enjoyed it. He had a lot of fun and he actually found that next time I saw him, he was like, can I put them back on? I was like, absolutely off you go. And it's just that feeling of being able to let go with someone. And someone who is so confident in themselves. That's super hot. Letting go and giving yourself to someone who is going to look after you. Yeah. I I think confidence is one of the sexiest things. Mm -hmm. Because it's kind of a way of letting the other person know that they can be themselves too. Yes. They are safe with you. Because you are putting yourself out there... You're not wearing your heart on your sleeve because there's a very clear difference between being super sensitive and showing, like, your your comedic self. Yeah. But in terms of linking it back to things like messy play... Well, it's like not it's being just, embarrassed by yes. it. Like, you can do it to me and yeah. that's fine. But that links into the humiliance with the gun stuff. It's so much fun to get messy. It's fun to be the loser. How many times would you go into somewhere and be like, I'm going to purposely lose this quiz because I'm going to get fucked up. (laughs) Okay, I remember part of the recording we lost was, I was explaining how I used to really like pies. Mm -hmm. Because that was what I saw clowns doing, like, when I was first kind of, I don't know, jacking off. And, but like, I really 180'd on it. And I think it was, I mean, try to cream pie. That shit smells really hard to get it out. Like, just... You wait until someone dares you to try things like ketchup and mayo. No, that is... No. Savory is a no-no for me. Some people get off on it. Some people really enjoy the humiliation of savory gunge. It Personally, it's not my thing. I prefer straight-up natural soul. I would rather get it from places like Messy Pup. It comes in sachet. It gives you little instructions on how to take care of it. It gives you clean-up as well. It, it's just so much easier... I... Have you ever tried picking baked beans out of a drain Ew. because you forgot to plug it? That shit oh, sucks. No, I just... Yeah, I... I think I like things like cakes and, and pies, like fluffy... Like shaving foam, fluffy, easy to clean. That's what I fuck with. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never really understood. And the, and the wetness. I also feel like an imposter because I despise... The sensation of rubber. <gasps> How dare you! No. For someone who just spent 
a lot of money on a custom rubber suit. Uh, but I like what it does to people. Mm-hmm. Every every evening at MRM, peeling that thing off and the sweat and oh, it was so bad. The smell. I I peeled it off in the shower and uh, immediately showered every single night. Cleaned yeah. my body. And then cleaned it, fairy liquid, Vivashine, hung it up, then powdered it. Oh yeah, and I was saying how I did that photo shoot where we actually powdered the... We left the powder on the um, on the rubber because it actually looked cool. And I really like that. I like powdered rubber. Just blech. Don't like the... Don't like the gooey. I love the way that rubber makes me look though. I feel confident in rubber. Oh, it's like armour. Yes. I love that. I don't, I suffer from body confidence issues. Mm-hmm. I always have. Call it body dysmorphia, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I view my body as being too slim, too skinny, especially my arms. My arms are my biggest insecurity. I look at them all the time and go, nope, they're too thin for me. But wearing rubber makes me forget about it for, for a brief moment until mm-hmm. I see a photo and I go, oh yeah, I forgot that's what my arms look like. But when I go to these events like MRM, like Darklands, like Folsom, I wear rubber because rubber makes me feel good. Rubber mm. makes me feel confident. And yeah. that's why I like bringing in colour into my rubber. I like having that element of... In my everyday life, I just blend in. Whereas rubber and gear is the one time I can go, I actually feel a lot more confident in myself. Why not try standing out a little bit? Self-expression, man. Yeah. I fucking love seeing it in kink. Yeah. And I love seeing it for people who have niche kinks, like... When I see someone who's like, I just want to be a duck. I'm like, fuck yeah. Be a duck. That's so cool. Quack, quack. <laughs> be the fuck duck. Yeah, like, be the fuck duck. Put the definition in fuck a duck. <laughs> Who gives a duck? <laughs> Who gives a duck? My brain, I feel like I've gone a bit insane. You know when you kind of go into that, like, space in your brain that you don't normally occupy? Do you know what that? Yes, I just tend to sit in that corner all the time with a packet of crisps, wondering, is this my life? Yeah, I'm just kind of, like, internally screaming. I think we have salvaged enough... (laughs) I'm such a, um... What's the word? Sentimentalist. Even if what we made is so much better, I'll always be like, what could have been... (laughs) <laughs> but instead you should be the case sera sera whatever will be will be the case sera the case sera clown quesadilla the quesadilla the quesadilla clown yeah I'll, I'll take one hot let's go <laughs> cover ourselves in sour cream <laughs> <laughs> okay. we both cringed so hard saying that. Uh, probably for slightly different reasons <laughs> yes the smell Blech. I should have some sour cream if you want to get gunged I'm okay thank you savoury not for me Okay, how about next time I'll pie you and you gunge me? Shake on it. No, I don't want to. Nope, shake on it. No, I don't want to. He's refusing to shake my hand. Okay, look, I'll get gunged, but it needs to be a spectacle. Okay. I, I don't do things in halves. No, evidently. <laughs> All right. I'll take you up on that. Come to Berlin and we'll do a whole... We can gunge the clown. Okay, deal. After I've been in the stocks. Um, yeah, we have stocks, yeah. Yep. I don't know if I can pie you in the stocks, but probably. We'll give it a go. We can move them towards the wet area and 
Or we can put down a towel. I don't know. It's fine. Or we just fling pl- pl- uh, fling pies at all the, the puppies. <laughs> we'll get them to line up. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so once again, tell us your yay for the day. Like I haven't heard it already. My yay for the day was actually more of an instruction. Mm-hmm. It was that yay for the day is just get out there and do it. Fuck yeah. If you are sitting on the fence wanting to join, whether it's kink in general, whether it's a niche kink, get out there and do it. I did it myself the other day. I have been looking at, say, like, wrestlers, not just generic WWE, but I love the WWE, though, with combining slapstick elements. Oh my god, love wrestling. Love wrestling. WWE is amazing in that it gives you the theatrics, it gives you over-the-top performances. It's absolutely. It gives you over-the-top performances, it gives you things like bonks on the head, it's like fake blood at moments, they're getting covered in stuff, they're wearing tight clothing, they've all the stink faces. Rikishi stink face was the absolute that has changed my life in terms of wrestling. So I got out there. I joined this group, a, a website called Meat Fighters. I went out there. I saw that there were wrestling guys around in my area. Thought, why not? Why not just get out there and do it? On Meat Fighters, I am It's Dunk. And hopefully soon enough, we will have a platform that we can transition to that isn't just switched, because that's not really if we can keep people. Barney has officially not switched to switch. <laughs> It's just like a it's just like a hookup app that people get to feel a little edgy on. Like it doesn't it doesn't really seem like it was made for kinky people. I'll admit I've made an account, but it does kind of sit a bit dormant. Yeah, and also like the bars, it's just like it incentivizes you to just max them all out because if they aren't maxed out, then you just look quote unquote less kinky. Like this is all qualitative data. You cannot just quantify it. Anyway, so my yay for the day is absolutely. Just do it. Fuck yeah. Again, as someone who was so afraid that they'd become, you know, an actor and their life would be ruined by someone blackmailing me. Like, just, just nonsense. Like, there is, we we have such a short time on this earth, there is no fucking reason not to be yourself, live a life how you want to live it. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Because the only difference between you and you know, someone who's out there living their life the way they want to do it is just one day they decided to. Seriously, just one day they decided to. You will find as well that you will also set the trend. Yeah, hey! The amount of people that have, like, my friends have come up, some of my friends have come up to me and been like, I appreciate the fact that you have confidence to discuss that you like this. I also like it myself, but I've been closeted. Fucking same, you're preaching to the choir here. Yeah. Like, I'm... As somebody who, like, went to their first event and then immediately came back and quit my job and was like, this is what I want to do. I'm telling you, you can do it. And as somebody who was also, like, the shy kid, mm-hmm. that, like, crippled by anxiety, um, never thought that I could, you know, be funny or or eloquent or um, or experience all the things I wanted to experience or, like... That, it, that this would all be okay. Yeah. What you leave behind f- f- for your life doesn't fucking matter. It's your life. Like, you want to be a weird sex freak, go do it. Yeah. You want to be like, hey, I'm a weird sex clown. 
whatever. And people can give you a thumbs up and be like, that's cool. Or they can be like, that's not for me. But they've got, it's none of their fucking business getting up in yours. One of the best confidence boosts I've ever had and one of the best compliments will always be what two of my friends that are in a, they're in a couple. They are married. They're both wonderful, wonderful people. And one of them reached out and was like, I love the fact that you are so open about this because we are discovering kink ourselves. Now we've got someone that can essentially mentor us. Yeah. And is someone who is so approachable. And that's the biggest confidence boost and the biggest, it's the absolute biggest compliment you can receive. If you can be someone that is just seen in a positive way. Not saying you have to be an influencer, like all these people that feel like they have to win a sash to become an influencer to introduce newbies. No, no, no. Just by being approachable and open about things will really change someone. Be the change. If If you can't see the change, be the change. If you want to be a rubber clown, absolutely do it. If you want to be a rubber duck, do it. Oh my God. Quack. Yeah. Don't be a rubber pig. That's my thing. (laughs) (laughs) What's your yay for the day? Okay, so my yay for the day uh, has got to be MRM. Because that was so awesome. I think the people make it as well. Yeah. MRM is one of those. MRM is an absolute social. Yeah, you oh. go you go for the social aspect. Yes. You don't you don't go to MRM for the dark rooms. You don't go for the Ew, sleazy, no. sexy fun. That's more fulsome. MRM is oh, very so much a... It's all social for me. Um Oh yeah, absolutely. They're all social for me, but uh, for people that are more hardcore for dark rooms will go to things like underground oh, like dungeons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But MRM is a social. Use what? it to use it to catch up with friends, use it to make new friends. Get yeah. out there and do it. You know, I still haven't gone to lab, and I don't know that I actually... I, I guess I need to just just to say I did and just to, to see it myself. Every single time someone talks about it, I'm like, I would hate this. Lab? I've been to lab twice. I went... The first time was Folsom 2019, and it was great fun. Uh, lab was amazingly fun. They had all the rooms open. They had the... For everyone that's into piss play, they had the... Basically, the piss area, which they had bathtubs. They had... I remember they had a set up wooden thing the a type thing. A tub of piss? Well you could wallow in it, yeah. A tub of piss? There's right. enough piss that it filled a tub. I mean a tub you of put piss. all those kinky people in there and who decided to piss into a bathtub, sure. But they had this section as well which was oh. really cool. It was like a double storied set of urinals. Where all the drains like for the urinal went into this area where you could sit underneath it. Whoa. So, like, you could essentially shower in someone's piss okay. above. That's awesome. That I... was a lot of fun. Twenty Folsom... What was it this year? So, Folsom 2022 I went to, and it just... Lab wasn't the same. The room... Half the rooms weren't open. Uh-huh. We thought it might have been a COVID thing. We didn't right. know what was going on. But it everyone was in there really packed, and it didn't feel quite right. I'm just not about the oomts, oomts, oomts. Like, I'm not here to... Like, I want to sit and chat and have a drink. Yeah. And see cool stuff. Agreed. So I, I don't know if it's really my scene, but I'll check it out. But then um, also that links to <coughs> <the> MRM. <coughs> Are you okay? I think a demon just crawled down my throat. Um, Probably being like, let me back in. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, crawled up. <laughs> yeah, look. Get down there! Um, and it links back to MRM. MRM, did you go to the pop night? Ew, no. 
Oh, I heard it was dreadful. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Hellbent on Pop at the Eagle was great. No, 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 no. Sorry. Sorry. I heard that was great. Yes. I'm talking about Dark Cell and Pop Cell. Yes. That was okay. But the Pop Night... I mean, shout out to the DJ who clearly loved Kylie Minogue, Padam, 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 because it was so good. Why can I even say Padam, Padam? They played that song like every 30 minutes. It was yes. a bit in- insane. I it, it wasn't in my head until then. And then not only was it in my head... It was also in everybody's head. So every yes. now and again, someone would walk by and just go, Ba-dum, and then it's back. For me, I was having a great time. It wasn't until, though, that Katy Perry mashup that the alcohol officially left my body. I oh, my like, God. Oh, I'm now sober. There was a um, Lady Gaga and the Pokemon theme mashup, which was amazing. I love it. Also, I did the karaoke at the Eagle. That was fucking wild. I did the Sisters Bingo. Sisters Bingo at the Eagle was so much fun. Okay. Shout out to Mona Key. And bless her, the other, the other nun. The other one. <laughs> the other sister. Can't remember her name, but she was phenomenal. Just smut. <laughs> just smut. That's just my smut. yay, just smut. Um, That's my new drag name. Just smut. Just smut. Um, smut the slut. Wait. Wait. Don't up, smut the slut. And that's about where things wrap up. That's all for today, but before I go, my yay for today is of course going to be Pride. Pride wasn't something that resonated with me until very recently, and I think its importance to our community and to helping others who felt like outsiders for being who they are, or are afraid to embrace those sides of themselves, is paramount. I have to say, this podcast is something I'm immensely proud of. If people don't mind listening to my weird kinks and fetishes and sex experiences, this podcast is actually a great time capsule into how insane I am. (laughs) Like, when I die, this will be an insight into my life and mind that might be therapeutically wholesome. You can find Dunk the Sub on Twitter at Dunk the Sub and me at T Stota. And with that, be good, be yourselves, happy pride, and join us next week as we go under the big top. guys, Barney here. I just want to take a quick moment to talk about the program that brings The Big Top to life, Zencaster. I use Zencaster for all my recordings, and since taking over The Big Top fully, I have actually tried other systems, but I ended up sticking with Zencaster. It's so easy to use. You don't have to download anything, just log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. It records studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with guests, along with a full suite of professional tools that let you produce and publish all from one dashboard. Being a creator has genuinely never been easier. And I love that I can send a simple link to my guests and we can record over a video call wherever they are in the world. Also, if you're like me and cannot stand the sound of your voice, Zencaster's built-in post-production process makes such a difference. It automatically removes ums and ahs, awkward pauses, reduces background noise, and makes me sound so much better. Plus, the Hobbyist and Creator Plus accounts are always free to use, and their professional accounts are free to try for 14 days, no credit card required. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and use my code BIGTOP, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience as I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story.